Hey, and welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Lockwood. And if you ever look around your house and wonder where the heck did all this stuff come from and how am I ever going to get it out, you are in the right place. I'm a mom of five who decluttered her home back in 2013 when my family and I decided to move from Alaska to Florida with one suitcase each. And I do not recommend it. What I do recommend is learning how to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist which means learning to find the balance of what your family needs and wants without it being so much that it overwhelms you on a daily basis. So if that sounds good to you, you are going to love this podcast. Let's dive into the episode. If you have been trying to declutter your house, and not been as successful as you like, I am willing to bet that I can help you figure out exactly why. There are a lot of reasons that moms feel like they can't declutter, declutter, whether it's their kids or their spouse or the time or the energy or just simply not knowing what to do, where to take things, how to donate, right? How to do it mindfully, how to not be wasteful. Uh, Plus you're worried about like, what if I need it? You know, I wasted so much money on this. What if I need it again and I can't get it? There is so much that goes into decluttering as a mom. And I promise that if you have thought it or felt it, I have heard it before or experienced it myself. And that is exactly why I created this training called how to create your mom proof decluttering plan. And I've done a lot of decluttering checklists, challenges, courses, programs in the past, and they work. And this training really is the framework for every single thing that moms need to consider when it comes to decluttering their home. It's the plan. We're actually going to build your plan together. It's following through with your plan and it's including your family and even learning how to make this process as enjoyable as possible. Because most people feel like The task is daunting or just another thing on their to-do list, and I don't want it to feel like that for you. So this free training, how to create your mom-proof decluttering plan, you can go to motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY to get it, or you can just check the show notes of this episode and you will find it. Come get it. I know there is so much information about there. A lot of it is much the same. Five steps to declutter your house, you know? Here's the checklist to declutter this area of your house, but none of them really show you the full scope of what goes into doing this start to finish. And that's exactly what's in this training. So go check it out, motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY, or check the description of this episode to go get it today. Welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Lockwood, and on the surface, I teach you how to declutter your home so you can focus on what matters most to you as a mom, which I'm guessing isn't those laundry mountains, dishes stacked to the sky, and the tornadoes you clean up all day. My hope for this podcast is so much more than teaching you to declutter. I record all of my episodes live and in real time so that you can have the experience of a mom friend who gets you and is there for you. My audio isn't perfect, my kids might interrupt us, but the conversations we have are real, impactful, and proof that there are other moms like you that decluttering has worked for. If you want to join me and thousands of other moms for live episodes, go find us on Instagram and Facebook. 
Just search Motherhood Simplified and we'll welcome you with open arms. See you soon. Welcome to how to declutter your sentimental items. So I have six tips for you guys um, on how to do this. And I love it when you guys put comments below so that we can actually have a conversation and it's not just me talking to myself. So as things come up, as we talk about it, let me know like what you think. Let me hear your questions. Let me, um, let's like open up so we can actually talk with each other. I know everybody has sentimental items. And this is one of the first things usually that people are like, that they ask about because <laughs> I don't know why, but we're like, let's just jump right to the hardest thing first. Okay. So tip number one is that you should really be decluttering sentimental stuff last. And there are a few reasons why. First of all, <laughs> decluttering can be hard. Okay. It can be hard when you jump in and are like, how do I get rid of all of my memories? How do I get rid of all of my kids old stuff? And I always recommend that you start with what's easiest. Hey, Shamra. And you do it in the easiest way. So starting with sentimental stuff is absolutely the hardest. Don't start there. Hey, Kristen, start with the easiest stuff first, which I'm not going to talk too much about that today, but save your sentimental stuff for last because you're going to get um, experience in decluttering. Okay. Decluttering is really a lot about like tapping into what you really want, paying attention to the things that are in your home, figuring out what is serving you and what's not serving you. Um, heck yes, but each room I do, my brain is challenging or is changing the way I see things. <laughs> um, love this new way of thinking or love my new way of thinking. Yeah, Lindsay, and that's it. So you, you learn to see your things differently when you're decluttering. You're like, is this really important? No, it's not. And you start with the easiest things and then you move to the next easiest thing, the next easiest thing. And it does shift. Hey, Haley, where's the pictures of your dumpster, Haley? Post it. Um, anyway, you get used to making decisions. You get used to looking at your clutter in a different way. And that's really, really important so that when you get to the sentimental stuff, you can realize and you can discern whether it actually is sentimental or not. And that's tip number two. Pay attention to what it's really making you feel. Pay attention to what it really represents. Because if everything in your house is sentimental, if everything is your, it's fine, Lindsay. <laughs> um, if everything is sentimental, then nothing is. Okay, it kind of takes away from the value of the sentimental things. And I almost got into my wedding dress for you guys today, but I didn't because I didn't have time. <laughs> um, I wanted, I was already late getting on here. So, but your sentimental items should make you feel how my wedding dress makes me feel. Not everybody's wedding dress is as exciting as mine. Okay, my husband and I eloped. Um, I looked for a white wedding dress in Alaska in the dead of winter for three days because that's how long we had from the time that we decided to get married before we actually got married. Halia, um, and my my wedding, my pink, my short pink wedding dress really means a lot to me because I got married in it. But it was also the dress that I wore to our best friend's wedding, where him and I had like the time of our life. Um, when we were at our rock bottom. Anyway, guys, a sentimental item should make you feel that, okay? It should remind you of your story. It should remind you of your history. It should make you feel something positive. It should make you feel nostalgic. 
It shouldn't be something that you really stuck in your story. It shouldn't be something that you're just like, man, you know, my kids played with when they were babies. They played with everything when they were babies, okay? Not everything is something like that. You really got to tap in to how it's making you feel. Um, and is it making you feel something good? That's the next thing that I wanted to bring up is that sometimes things, we keep them for sentimental reasons, thinking that it's doing us something positive or making us feel something good, and it's not. So, man, I guess there's just no good time to go live with Kaylee anymore. Um, I'm going to try to feed her. But... Pay attention to how it's making you feel and what it's representing. So sometimes people will keep, sorry guys, you just do it, just deal with it. They keep things from like old marriages or things like that. And it's making them feel something and they feel obligated to keep it, but it's not making them feel something good. It's not honoring their story. It's just a constant reminder of everything that made them feel really, really badly. Um, and sometimes we do that with, you know, family members who have died. Um, I told you guys a little bit about this, the deal going on with my grandparents and how they're getting rid of their stuff because my grandpa is in poor health and on his way out and how they are getting rid of their stuff and only keeping the things that represent something positive. Hey, 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 I'm going to go get a granola bar real quick. Hold on. All right, guys, if you're still here, thanks. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Hopefully she'll be happy now. But um, they're getting rid of his stuff and their stuff, and they're only keeping the things that really matter to them. And I'm going to talk about in the next points about, like, how to keep the stuff that actually matters and honors your story. Um, but just keep in mind that if everything is sentimental, then all of a sudden nothing is. And I think a lot of times people think that I'm not sentimental because <laughs> I'm like, throw it all away. <laughs> Man, I'm all out of breath. Atlas, no noise. The dog and the baby, man. Um, go lay down. Go. Now he thinks it's his turn to get a little snack. Go lay down. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Um, but so I've told you guys a story about my grandparents, and I want to tell you guys a story about James's grandma and grandpa because he died a, a while ago, almost 10 years ago. And she got rid of most of his stuff. And they had been married for like 50 something years. They had a great love story. They had a great life together. And she was like pretty immediately like, you know, uh, most of the stuff in our house is his stuff, but it's making me feel really sad that he's not here. And so she got rid of it all other than like their notes and their pictures and the things that reminded her of all of the good stuff about their life together, instead of just like, man, keeping, keeping herself stuck.
basically is what was happening is she was keeping herself stuck in the past, keeping herself stuck in wanting to have that life with him again and not being able to have it. And so she, she got rid of it. No noise. Um, and to me, I've, I've been really lucky to have those kinds of examples of what sentimental items. <gasps> just jumped the gate. Oh my God. Get out. Yeah. It was I'm a mess this morning, guys. Um, but sentimental items should make you feel something positive. Okay. They shouldn't be making you feel something. I can't believe you just jumped the gate. Now let's go. Um, not just feel something strongly. Okay. Pay attention to what it's making you feel. So that's what you do when you're actually going through it. Go through our, everything around you, clutter everything around it before you get to the sentimental stuff. That's step one. Step two, pay attention to how it's actually making you feel. Is it reminding you of all the good things? Is it keeping you stuck? Is it making you feel really sad? What is it making you feel? Because it should be the good things. It should be honoring your story. Number three, when you actually have something that is sentimental that you want to keep, display it. Okay. Don't keep it hidden away in a box. Put it up on the walls. Put it to use. Um, I don't, this isn't the best example, but like my wedding dress is super special to me. I don't keep it bagged up. I keep it hanging with all of my normal clothes um, because I love to see it. I love to be reminded of James and I's story. Our, <laughs> hey Noah, I appreciate it because it's crazy over here. Um, but display it. Don't keep it tucked away. Don't keep it hidden away. And if you're Alice, oh. if you are tucking it away and hiding it away, um, pull it out. Okay. So some things have to be tucked away and hidden. Alice, go. <laughs> go. <laughs> like pictures and photos. But we pretty regularly open up those boxes and look at the pictures and read the books and look at the tiny little baby clothes and all those things so that we can remember like when our kids were little. Atlas, go. <laughs> um, go lay down. Go lay down. Why is he so bad? Are there any dog trainers in here? <laughs> okay. He just wants attention. Okay, so that's number three. Number four, you gotta honor it. Okay, if it's something sentimental that you're you're not excited about and you're just like, man, I don't know what to do with this. I don't really want to keep it, but I don't want to get rid of it. You're not honoring that thing. It's keeping you stuck. So whatever it is, make sure that you want to honor it, which means that you want to pay attention to it, which means you want to open up those memory boxes every now and again and dig through them and see what, no. Atlas, you need to go, go. Dig through it and see what's inside of it or display it or use it. That's number my tip number five is use it. Like if you have a really nice set of like dishes from your grandma, don't just keep them hidden away, like never to be used, just kept in a box forever. Use them, use them on holidays, use them on birthdays, use them during your everyday. You can't use fancy dishes every day just because they're old or passed down. I mean, you can use them, use your stuff. Atlas, you can see the birds outside. <laughs> um, I had no idea what mountain time is, but I'm here. Yeah, and I actually switched it to 10 instead of noon. Um, mountain time right now. <laughs> it's mountain time here, guys. Um, <laughs> I'm all over the place, guys, sorry. Um, use it, okay. Um, another thing that I wanna let you guys know is that my grandma is giving us all of this stuff. She's giving us like a chandelier. I posted pictures of the most hideous <laughs> bed frame and headboard ever. <laughs> 
but it's stuff that we'll actually use in our everyday life. The headboard, we're still undecided about what we're gonna do. If you haven't seen it, I'll post pictures up of it in the group. Um, it's super ugly. Unless some people actually really liked it. So anyway, use it. Um, tip number six, gift it. So um, I don't know if Kristen is watching this, but that thing on the wall was my friend Kristen's for her daughter. Her daughter is nine, 10, same age as Brie. And she had that hanging in her daughter's room forever. And they're moving across the country. She came across it and was like, this is so special to me. I really love this. It was a really big part of Juliana's room. And she didn't want to just get rid of it, but she obviously couldn't keep it forever because it just didn't make sense. It's not something like kept forever. So she gifted it to me to use in Kaylee's room. And I thought that was really special. So sometimes your sentimental items can be passed on um, because they've served this purpose with you. They're really special to you, but they are no longer really practical for you to keep. Oh, um, so use it, display it, honor it. Be really discerning about what it's actually making you feel. Um, if you want to learn more about sentimental items in a way that's not so distracting with the baby and the dog, in the announcement section is another video where I actually put on my wedding dress and was like, this is how sentimental items should make you feel. Excited, happy, reminiscent, nostalgic. Um, it gives you excitement and pride about your story and your history and all of these things. Um, it shouldn't be something where you're just like, man, I've had that for a really long time. Or man, somebody gave it to me at one point and it's not really special to you. And I don't want you to feel guilty about it not feeling special to you. Not everything is meant to be kept forever. Okay, um, not everything is meant to be kept forever. And that's just the way it is. Don't feel bad about it. Just accept it for what it is and then let it go. Um, Atlas, go, 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 <laughs> go. <laughs> okay, any questions? I'm gonna go through and read the, co the comments. Um, Got rid of mine nine years ago. It was $3.99, then $2.99 on sale. I've got pictures. I feel guilty now at different times. Um, yeah, yeah Shemra, this is really good timing for what you're going with, going through right now. Um, Atlas. I bet she's quiet as soon as this is over. I bet she is. Okay, so guys, that was really distracting. I thought that 10 o'clock would be an easier time because... Haley would not be grumpy, but anyway, um, if you have follow-up questions, let me know and I will answer them. Bye. Hey friend, did you love this episode? If you did, I would love if you took a screenshot of it and shared it with somebody else. Okay. The whole point of this is to create a community of moms who get each other, who support each other, and who when they find something that helps them, they share it with somebody. So I would love if you shared this podcast with somebody with maybe just a little note about how it helped you or how it inspired you so that it can help somebody else. I would also love it if you left me a review. Leaving a review lets me get better stats on the internet and blah, blah, blah. Basically it helps me help more moms like you. I would so appreciate it. If you hated this episode, I'm sorry, but I'm also kind of impressed that you listened to it all and you're still listening. So 
still leave me a review, still share it <laughs> because I'm sure somebody can benefit from it. I'll see you guys on the next episode. Hey, before you go, I have a question to ask you. Would you please leave me a five-star review if you are listening on iTunes? It helps me grow my show and reach more moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. If you love the show, I would love it if you shared something specific that you find valuable or helpful or that you just enjoy about listening to this show. It would mean the world to me if you took time out of your day to do that. And while you're at it, head over to motherhoodsimplified.com to listen to more podcast episodes or check out our Facebook group, Instagram, just to connect on social media. If you love these episodes and if you love this show, please tag me. I love to connect with you over there. Podcasts are kind of like a one-way conversation where I feel like I'm talking to you and with you. But when you tag me on social media, I feel like we can take that one step further and actually connect with each other, which is the whole point of me starting this podcast and community in the first place is to be able to connect with moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. So tag me in your Instagram stories. I'm motherhood underscore simplified. Check out the Motherhood Simplified Facebook group or head over to the site and just find even more blogs, podcasts, decluttering courses to help you continue on your decluttering journey. Thanks so much. And I'll talk to you soon.